0: This is Manifest Mindset, where we delve into our true passions, inspire the best out of ourselves, and live our life with true intention every single
1: day. All right, welcome back to another episode of Manifest Mindset. Oh, what a good day. How are you doing, Nick? Uh, Bob,
0: I'm doing good. Is it a good day, my friend?
1: Every day is a good day.
0: I (laughs) I don't know. There's an extra sense to something in your voice today.
1: No, it's it's I I'm just tired but I'm happy to, to be on a call with you today, Nick. Um But but I know I think I know what you're referencing. So last week we last time we, we had the podcast, it was before my boards and today well and then last week I took my boards and now we're recording another episode after I took my boards. Unfortunately, um I took the boards a day late. So the boards. This was on the twenty seventh. I took it on the twenty eighth, and my results were delayed. Are delayed for another week, so I won't be finding out until next week. But many of my classmates have passed their board exam today and found out today. Um, But I'm happy for for those people that pass, and then hopefully next week I'll pass as well.
0: Dude, no stress. You're again uh, waiting a little bit more. You already put in the hard work. How do you think it went?
1: I think it went. I think I like walked out and I knew I passed. I just don't know how, how well I passed.
0: <laughs> I, agree. Like, I, I walked out and I didn't know if I passed, but I totally passed. Yeah. So, no, I, I'm sure I, I believe fine.
1: It. I believe it. But next, um, I think last time we talked, it was the residency interview. You just finished interview and I don't think we talked about <laughs> the end result or what happened.
0: Absolutely. So I had my interview for the spine fellowship, um, Dude, it was good. Um, there were less people than I anticipated. We only had six other people total there, um, that were interviewing me on the panel. And honestly, it went good. I came and prepared, had breath, had talked to feel beforehand, had a game plan going. Um, and again, I kind of talked about it on the podcast before, but I was just, Hey, told my story, paying that Kansas We're good to go. And Bob Chang, I got the job.
1: Congratulations. That's, that's amazing. How'd how how how'd you feel? Like, I know you, like, texted me the next day and was like, I got it. I was like, wow, congratulations. Like, that's great. But how how do you feel? I mean, it's, it's like a week after, but I want to hear your thoughts. Like, what you've worked, I guess. I guess it's just like, like a spine fellowship is something you, you want to do, especially like a residency is what you want to do. And the next step after that is a fellowship. Um, So I'd love to hear your thoughts. How are you feeling? Absolutely.
0: Um... You know, in my mind, you know, it's every opportunity is different for every person. A residency or a fellowship isn't necessarily the end all be all, but it's all about what you want in your career and where you can take it. And for me, uh, I talked about before Bob, I've got some lofty goals up there. And I just know that at this stage in my life, in this stage of my career, a spine fellowship, especially at this Kaiser location I'm at is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Um Dude, it really feels like a calling more than anything. In fact, hey, this is where i was meant to be right now. Develop some skills, develop some connections. Um, just learn from the best of the best out there. And, dude, I'm I'm elated. I'm so grateful. He's um, ready to keep this passion fueling. And it's great kind of being in the residency in that same program, knowing, hey, we can now tailor myself to saying, hey, listen, let's get really good at the stuff we're already working on. But we know where we need to get you next year, too. And so, just getting me as damn good as I possibly can.
1: Yeah, no, that was it's an accumulation of your efforts, That it sounds like it paid off from what you've been doing so far. So, so that's awesome, Nick. I, I'm really glad to hear.
0: Absolutely, do so. It really it does feel like I'm kind of in that that pre-fellowship phase where it is going to be a a smooth but powerful transition into the program.
1: Yeah. Um, also, I want to touch upon. I know you have an exam coming up for. I guess is it the credentialing
0: for yeah, the, no, for, the uh, manual, for manual therapy certification through NIOMS. Got an exam yeah. coming up. Um, and that exam date is going to be December 13th on a Sunday for the for the full exam.
1: And okay.
0: uh, then I've, I've got a practice exam um, that's a legit being run through for the entire thing on November 21st, so about two and a half weeks from now.
1: Okay, yeah, no, it's – I'm excited. All these updates from you, Nick, it's another year. I feel like you're making a lot of strides, a lot of progress in the physical therapy world and in your own life. So I'm really happy for you. That, that's great.
0: I appreciate it, Bob, and that's mutual for you. And uh, to be honest, you know, I'm, I'm nervous for it. Um, it's not the paralyzing kind of nervous. nervous where it's like, okay, I have to take this seriously. It's calling me to action. Um, there's a lot going on, so I've got to be intentional with my time. And it doesn't just mean shutting myself down and just type through the books. That means, hey, let me do the things in my life that intentionally rejuvenate me. So let me do those with some kind of time efficiency so I can't just be outside playing Frisbee 12 hours a day, even though that sounds amazing. Um, but I got to do these things in small and potent doses um, so I can keep going after what I want to chase after in life. But remembering to have a ton of
1: fun along the way, too. Yeah, no, I love it. This is a great... I think, update video or an update podcast because you're transitioning from a residency to a fellowship, and I'm transitioning from school to, I guess, the real world. So, not, not the real
0: world, getting the PT license and hopefully a uh, residency spot as well.
1: Yeah. So, last week I took the board's. Um, today was an interesting day, but th- this whole week has been interesting because it, it really is a transition period for me specifically. Um, because I took my boards Wednesday, and then Wednesday evening and Thursday, I moved to an apartment. So I moved out of my parents' home and moved to an apartment uh, across Queens, so still in the city area. But um, I moved my stuff, I furnished everything, and still trying to clean. As we're speaking, uh, <laughs> multitasking
0: so, like crazy, my dude. Yeah,
1: and then that was a big transition point, and I'm still trying to get adjusted yeah. to, I guess, living by myself and, and just uh, and renting an apartment. Now, but, but also, me, are you are you doing a
0: power clean, a hang clean? What is this looking like?
1: I'm gonna be honest with you, Nick. It's it needs a heavy duty clean, but. <laughs> I, <laughs> Oh, we're going. We're going for the
0: high endurance, low weight.
1: <laughs> yeah, high endurance, 100 reps, no rest.
0: 100 reps, reps, no rest. Oh dear, um, that that kind of was
1: painful. Yeah, but so I had that transition period, and um, I'm still trying to figure out furniture and all that. So it's a lot overwhelming. But today it was also oh, okay. my first day as a part-time employee at a physical therapy place.
0: Dude, you're hitting all the strides.
1: <laughs> Well, it, it was very interesting. I treated my first patient ever by myself oh, my um, today. So, so that was an interesting experience because at first I wasn't nervous at all, but then all my coworkers were like, Bob, are you nervous? Are you excited? Oh, <laughs> and they like, blew this whole situation up. But but it was good. I had – it was a um, it was you was know so what that life.
0: reminds me of? That reminds me of, like, our first year of physical therapy school. You know, you were a year after me, but this – sitting in the hallway, getting ready for the first practical. And, you know, like, you know I prepared, I'm nervous, what's going to happen? But then you get those, like, three classmates. They're hyperventilating, they can barely breathe, they're pacing up and down the hallway. Like There aren't even words coming out of their mouth, but they are just sounds. And you're like, <laughs> they're crazy nervous. Do I need to get more nervous just because they're nervous? And you're like, no, I don't. But then also it's like, okay, we're waiting out there for 10 minutes, and for some reason this chick's like an hour early to her practical, pacing up and down, what's going on here? That's what that reminds me of.
1: Yes. Yes. Those good old days, physical therapy days, are PC school days, I guess. But, yeah, first day ever, like, by myself, working, uh, treating my own patients. And, Nick, you're, 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 you're super amazing that you're able to do a whole day of work for the whole week and come on this podcast and share your knowledge because right now, I'm just, like, I'm just tired. <laughs> well, Bob, so
0: you, you, you've had three more hours than I have had today, so that's something.
1: No, but <clears throat> it's, it's, I think this is a great, like, update video or update podcast just to see where we're at. Because I think last year, if we go back to this time of last year, there, there's obviously no coronavirus. Um, but what month is it? We're, we're in November, so I'll still in physical therapy school going through my last year, probably doing, going, studying for some exams. Um, and you were doing, and you just finished. And you were just,
0: had I finished? Last I was, uh, yeah, I had just finished boards at this point. Again, one year ahead of you, I had just had, uh, I just had my pacemaker surgery um, at this point, or maybe in a week from now had been going on some hikes and everything Um, before kind of getting ready to move out West. I knew I was going to my residency by that point.
1: Yeah. But uh, basically transition, big, big transition piece. Absolutely. Um, You know, Bob,
0: something I was quickly reflecting on earlier today um, listening to another podcast just talking about the idea of accountability and how do we assign it? How do we give it? How do we kind of dictate it? Talking about how we can't, Provide accountability to others. That's just not our role. That's not what we do. We can hold ourselves accountable to others. And I love that because that's how this started, right? It was, hey, you extended an invitation to me. You said, hey, Nick, I want to be accountable to you. What do you think about all this nonsense? I'm like, dude, let's see where this ride takes us, right? And soon in Tara and I extended the invitation back to you. I think that's a powerful thing as we think about these transitions as we think about these new relationships in our lives, about who do we ask ourselves to be held accountable to as we meet people. And I think we have to be selective and purposeful with that.
1: Okay. Nick, how do you, how do you like gauge that? Because obviously some people can keep you accountable, right? But others really can't. So I know like when I met you day one, I knew Nick Davis, you can keep me accountable for anything. So, how do you gauge that?
0: I've got to see them do something I want as aspire to. And it doesn't have to be a physical task. It doesn't have to be a landmark in their career. But it has got to be, there's a work ethic. There's a commitment to integrity. There's some kind of value that we deeply uphold that I need to bridge the gap, that I need to get better at for myself. And I view them as some kind of a role model for that reason or for other reasons involved, too. Um, And for many people, it's, you know, the old saying about we stand on the shoulders of the Giants before us. We need them to be some level of the Giants paving the way. So we don't copy them, but we emulate them a little bit. And we add our own creative twist and our unique flair to make that who we are. And so when when you see somebody that emulates that, consistently throughout their life that's something that attracts you automatically pulls you in and so when you're attracted to that not for a superficial reason but for something that's deep insightful pure and consistent that's what lures me in
1: wow yeah no that's like if you find somebody like that i mean that that's different for everybody like for me um somebody like that may be different from how you view it so it's unique to everybody. That that's very interesting. I am glad that you shared that. That's even though this is like a I think a practically like an update video or an update podcast. You keep on saying video. Boy, um, it, pride, Bob. <laughs> it, it is. But you I think that golden nugget right there, just how to find a good person to keep you accountable, even if in times where it's I guess not necessarily like, very, very soft. Like a transition period or
0: do everything, right? They don't have to fulfill every aspect of your life and they shouldn't. It's, hey, what's this one trait about them that I want to get better at? That way you can separate them from their flaws, right? They might have three things, or two things or one thing they are like, damn, I want to get better at this. And I may have another two or three things that's like, oh, jeez, I'd never do that. And that's okay. They can still be a role model.
1: Yeah, but would you... Just ask them to be accountable to the things that they're related to, like that they're really good at.
0: No, I do it for a while first before I even ask them. You do what I for would, a while? I would, without even saying anything, I would see from my internal drive that fire they bring, that passion towards something. Can I start to match it? Right. So for me, it goes in my head of saying, "Hey, I haven't even asked them yet, but if I if I did." What would they say? What would they respond? That way, you know, I've got the different people for people you know, Bob, right? I've got the John Winslow. I've got the Mike Costello, the Jason Sherry, the Mike Bucks, the Hillary Greenberger, these people in my head where I say something in my mind and I automatically know what they would say back. I know what they're thinking. And so I'm living it. That way, when I come up to them and I ask them for the next step, not only am are they attracted to me, what I want to emulate, but they can see something in maybe their younger selves, something that they value and say, okay, this kid's got a taste of that. He's showing some initiative. I'm a little bit more attracted to helping that out. Oh, interesting. Right, Alex- and, I, and, I, and I think in many ways, Bob, you you did that with me before you even asked me. Consciously or, unconscious, or subconsciously, I think there was a part of you that said, all right, whatever it was, right, whether it was my consistency, whether it was my work ethic, whatever it was, or whether it was just my really crappy bad jokes, it's like, okay, i got to emulate something of that. And you started the gears turning before you built up that kind of courage to send the text message to be like, all right, what do you think about this next?
1: Wow. Oh, my God, you're right. That's wow! I'm, I'm speechless. I, other than my brain being fried and me not being able to speak anything, that was great. I love to hear that.
0: Absolutely, my dude. So I am a huge fan of quality over quantity. Yeah, which I think that means this is winding down.
1: Yes. No, I I agree, Nick. Um, but I do want to touch upon the accountability. So finally my boards are officially over Right So
0: of think, the boards. I'm sorry I said you're bored of the boards
1: I'm bored of the boards uh, Hopefully um, So I don't know what exactly I want my accountability To be for until the next time we talk but, you're, at new, you're at a new clinic
0: You're at a new apartment what do you think you need to recharge to re yourself to be Bob Chang again? What do I need to do to recharge? To recharge and to be yourself again. To say, hey, I walk in the clinic. I walk back home in my apartment. I'm me. I got the swagger about me. I'm Bob. I own my stuff. I might be nervous or whatever, but I'm me. What do you need to get to that point right now?
1: I think I need to, to reevaluate my my why. And my goals. I think I just need to review that, really sit down, I guess, for like 30 minutes to an hour and just walk through that again. And then I think that'll really recharge me and like motivate me, I guess, to the next step. What do you think about that? Is
0: that too vague, Nick? No, I love it. I love it because we're in transition time, and transition means you're transitioning from something to board all that preparation to something new. And so you're saying your intention is, let me, before I take action, let me make sure it's purposeful action. And how do I make sure my action is purposeful? Well, let me frickin' align it with my purpose.
1: Yeah. Nick, do you want to share anything accountability-wise? So, Bob, I'm staying with my old
0: thing about, hey, I've got the practice exam in two and a half weeks, which sounds absolutely crazy coming up fast. Um Wow, it's going to be soon. i um, so finishing studying the course material by then for it to be ready to be prepared so I can get that feedback. I have – it's already started up a little bit of a study group with two other clinicians as well who are taking the exam that I'm doing last week and this week once a week, and then we go to twice a week next week and going forward. Um, so that's what I'm going to hold, hold myself accountable to. I love
1: it. So, Nick, this was a short episode – it was a great update video, an update podcast, uh, for where we're at in our lives, a good reflection of manifest mindset as this is still a documentation process. Um, you shared a golden nugget on how to find an accountability partner and you reflected it back to me finding you. So I love it. Short episode, but still some good information for documentation and a golden nugget. Bob wow. Chang. Okay.
0: I leave you with the statement rouge which is which is Hungarian, maybe poorly pronounced Hungarian, for stay strong.
1: Mirage Haruj? Yes, sir. Okay, Mirage Haruj. You as well Nick. Take care.